at the Hall of Justice. You want to say, we've never really announced ourselves today. And you say, what's up, everybody? I'm Chase, and then I'll say, I'm Shep. We'll be bringing you a nice Thanksgiving special, special, special presentation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. You're filming, right? Yeah. Hey, everybody. What? <laughs> hey, everybody. What's going on? I'm Chase. What the fuck? Oh shit! Oh no! Oh shit! I'm Chef. I got stuck! Ah, what the fuck? Oh man! It wouldn't be the first time I came in coughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, -o. Hey. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Back at it again. What a great intro. What a great intro you've you've made for us today, Shep. I always make great intros. <laughs> <laughs> um well, you know, um, let's just jump right into it. Uh here again, what I think for the fourth time. I think this is the fourth time on the I show. I believe so. I believe so. We got our good friend Priyanka Bakta back again, back again. Yo, 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 yo. I also make the four, by the way. Didn't even realize that until I did the peace signs. There you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is your fourth time. I think so. Yeah. Because it's like what? Two? Third Monday. And then we did the October episode. Yeah. 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 Good, good to be time. back, my friends. Good times. You're a, you're a fave amongst some of our viewers. Thanks. That is true. You're all my favorite, all of you, whoever you are. <laughs> right. Even the people who can't stand to see you on our show, it's like you still love them. Thank you. Right. All even the haters are what makes me popular. <laughs> Where are the haters at? I need I need to speak We're to the haters. haters. Yeah. Where are they at? Person that sent me a dislike. I still love you. You know. <laughs> um. Well, it it's was. a it's a new year. Um. You sure. know. And last time. We talked to you on a Monday show. You're going through it. You're you're going through a hard time. Um, yeah. And uh, from what we kind of discussed the other day, seems like you're starting to uh, kind of come back to yourself a little bit. Yeah, like you know, new year, new me. No, not really. New year, new self. I guess I should say. And I think like 2022, especially, was particularly really hard for me. You know, I think a lot of people during this time of year like to reflect back on like either what their previous year was like or what goals and or what goals they want to achieve for the new year. It's either, you know, losing weight, getting healthier, getting stronger. And then by like 20 days in, they just kind of like fall off the bandwagon or some people stick with it. And I think like 
something I really wanted to focus on was not have a resolution, but more of just kind of like an overarching theme of the year and kind of making active practices towards that. Because like I mentioned, 2022 was just really, really hard for me. I had just lost my sister. I was still processing all that. I was still trying to figure out kind of I was talking to my therapist about this too. I was like, I was trying to figure out who I was because I felt like, especially when you lose someone that's so close to you, you kind of feel like you lose yourself. And I'm sure that's kind of, if you have that experience, maybe you've experienced that or you feel some sense of yourself either conflicted or confused, or you're trying to kind of like rebuild yourself in a sense. Mm -hmm. And I think really that is what my 2022 was. You know, I was just in a really bad place with my job, with my mental health, with my personal life, my professional life. And it, it really does hit you in all aspects of life. Like my personal relationships were being affected. My, my mental state was being affected. And, you know, I think the biggest thing I learned from 2022 is that no matter how low my lows are, I was still able to pick myself back up. And I'm not saying that I'm not, you know, going like this all the time, mm -hmm. but I feel like when I am starting to feel this, I can pick myself up a little bit more, if that makes sense. So like 2023 for me is a year of like self, mindfulness, me, and then not in the sense of protecting myself, but doing things for me rather than what other people or what I think other people expect of me. So that, yeah, I think that's a, yeah. a great way to start off 2023. And I kind of want to open to you. Do you have like a word that you're looking for, um, for like a word or maybe kind of like a phrase that you're feeling like this year is going to be about you? Because mine's mindfulness and self. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's Jordan year for me, you know, 2023. Jordan year all around. I'm, I'm, you know, big things for 2023. 23 has always been my number. Um, and I, I was just, you know, feeling good coming into this year, still feeling good about it. Obviously, you know, have plenty of struggles, you know, with the, the kiddo on the way and stuff like that, living the American dream uh with the with the car the house the kid we can't afford all that stuff you know <laughs> so it's just like you know it's it's about that time to level up in in many different ways whether it's personally professionally creatively um yeah and i, I feel like that. yeah go ahead chef sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh no no you didn't i was just saying i vibe with that i mean it's pretty much the same over here you know uh Hell, I'm in my like midlife, you know. I'm gonna be turning 36 this coming year and shit like that. So a lot of uh right. you know, my winters has been uh just vibing on that fact, like damn, bro, like you're old, man. Like you ain't you know, I ain't what I used to be. Uh <laughs> can't wait to shoot the the chef's midlife crisis special. About yeah, mid -year. yeah. You buy a convertible <laughs> and maybe a hamster or something like that. <laughs> no, I don't It'll yeah. just be where I do the Britney Spears. I'll just shave the whole hair. Sure. But, you know, just, we'll go like Chef has a full breakdown mode. Start posting yourself on social media low-key naked. But like, do you live your yeah. life? I'll put emojis <laughs> up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, and I think like, I, don't, I hate to go this place, but I feel like a lot of people have like, I feel like during COVID, like just the last three years alone have just been a shit show for everybody. And, and in some aspect of regard, whether it's loneliness, you know, they lost their job or they're just like, 
fuck, I hate this shit. And, mm -hmm. you know, fair point, we all do. And I think a lot of people are taking 2023, cause like, I guess 2022 was kind of like, oh, we're kind of posting off that COVID, whatever, whatever. 2023 is really the year of like healing for a lot of people or like self growth or self preservation and, and just growth in general or in some capacity. And I think because there's so many people, at least I'm surrounded by a lot of people that have that similar mindset, it makes my goals or like what I quote unquote have intended for myself or plan to do things with intention so much easier. And I think that's just, yeah, I think that's kind of the overarching theme of 2023 is growth in some aspect of your life. No, I vibe with that hard. Uh, yeah. Cause definitely, yeah, it's a year of growth for me too, personally. Cause it's like, you know, like I've said on the show, it's like, all right. So I've been doing like the music thing for like 20 years. It's like, do I really want to, you know, keep putting out, you know, three, four, whatever, however many albums we can come up with. Like, you know, I've taken a second to like, just, you know, we did a lot last year, especially like me on the music side. Mm -hmm. um, I popped off with a lot of shit. So it's like, I just want to take a little break. Uh, f and figure that out because it's like without you know I've had that conversation with myself like what, what, what would I even do if I didn't do music you know like mm -hmm. what would where would the day-to-day -day even go with me like what kind of shit would I because I couldn't just just sit around like right now it's okay because it's cold outside I ain't trying to yeah I ain't trying to get out there uh <clears throat> so it's fine to sit around right now and just watch a couple movies and play some games or some shit but like it's like, damn, I get bored really fast when it's nice, when it's nice out. So that is what this year is. It's like, how do I, you know, what do I keep doing with music? Because, you know, I think we, me, me and you, Chase, we had that conversation on the show not too long ago where it's like, do I go 10 more years? Do people really want to see a 45-year-old a yeah. dude, white dude putting out well, some fucking... I will say, after we had that conversation on the show a few weeks ago, the people have spoken. I've had some people... Uh, talk to me about that and they were like 10 more years keep it going they'll they'll take 20 more years 30 more years they don't give a shit well didn't you watch like, the oscars i didn't watch the oscars but i watched like mm -hmm. clips of it on tiktok and how right, right. there's so many people that were winning awards and they're like i thought this was it for me or like 30 mm -hmm. years ago i thought this was oh it. Yeah, yeah yeah and then it was oh, like yeah. mainly the everything everywhere all at once cast right shout yeah a shout out to representation everywhere but it's like also like they were talking about how they really thought it was over for them, but somebody saw one person saw something in them and they were able to do something that they love. So I think yeah. like, I think a part of self care, self care and growth entirely is also doing things that make you happy. And for if sure. that's what oh, makes yeah. you happy, there's no expectation of age or limit. And it, because, man, I'm sure like there's 70 year olds out there trying yeah. to do them, you know, it's, all it's definitely easy, yeah. especially like, you know, with the creative stuff mm -hmm. it's very easy whether it's music or like acting or whatever making movies like it's very easy to be like is this silly do i need to grow up and quit doing this you know like is it time to but it doesn't matter you know like we could do this till the day that we die there are people who who do this into their 80s 90s hundreds like they keep that imagination alive and they keep being oh, creative wish. I yeah, wish yeah. there was a way that I could be a hundred years old and drop a rap song. I think you would <laughs> easily go viral on that fact alone. If they're like, damn, my man's is a hundred. Straight fire. Spitting rhymes and shit. Hashtag keep Snoop alive. Right. <laughs> but you know Somebody what I, I like have learned as I've just like well, grow up or whatever? We're like, if you're true to yourself, 
90% of the time, adults are just older looking kids. And I think like we kind of forget that because we feel like we have to grow up to match like what society mm. tells us or like I can't like Legos because I'm 28 years old. Like that's right. a little kid thing. Like I need to be, I need to be moving out of my house and doing mortgage shit. Okay. I can right, do the No eight-year-old's got the 50 bucks to drop on fucking right. Legos. I love adult money because now I feel like my interests are for me. What mm. I want to do in my life and what, and I have the money to do it, I'm going to spend it on myself. And it also, one, heals like your inner child, but two, your inner child is still there. And I think like we have such this like idea of as we get older, we have to get rid of like parts of our identity because that's what we're supposed to do. Right. But in reality, like it's just, a, it's just finding that balance. And I think that's what real adulthood looks like because I mean, I don't know, I'm 28 and then like in society's eyes, I'm supposed to be an adult, but I still feel like I'm like 21. You know what I mean? Like, I still feel like I'm like, there's bills and I have to pay them. Okay. Yeah. But like, I'm not ready. Like I can't yell at this customer service person because they charged me more. Like, I don't, that's my mom's job. You know, like there's like this right. unknowing like pressure that's been put on us just because we kind of quote are a certain type of age. But I think the happiest adults are the ones that just say i'm an adult i do my responsibilities but i can also right. fucking game until 3 a.m if i want to yeah there's definitely yeah. i think that difference you know between being mature and being an adult as people like to put it like you need to grow up and quit doing this that the other and it's just yeah. like you know it's like, it happy. preposterous <laughs> you know i because especially there are things that like are dubbed you know things for kids that like of course I did it as a child, like reading comic books and watching cartoons and all this stuff. Like I did all that stuff as a child, but now as an adult, I understand it all. And mm -hmm. it, and it's so much richer than it was, you know, back when I was a child, like I loved it then, but now I love, I love it even more now because I get the complexity and, and the storytelling aspects and the artwork. And like, I get it now. And it's just a, such a rewarding thing. But people want to be like, oh, that's for kids. It's like, right. you know, yes and no. Like, <laughs> Maybe it started when I was a kid, but I continued this as an mm -hmm. adult because I continued to like it. And if there's content mm -hmm. or the possibility of creating content is there mm -hmm. for you. I don't know. I think people tend to be super judgy on places that they don't want to be judgy. Like they're mm -hmm. reflecting themselves and how they were told or somebody right. told them onto other people. And it's like, if it makes you happy, do it. Right. Don't do it because somebody is telling you that you should do it or that you shouldn't do it. Yeah. 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 And I, I think like bad. it's easier easier to listen to other people telling you not to do something or not to enjoy something than listening to yourself because you feel like the odd person out. But it is such a like, it's so much more freeing when you're more honest with yourself and just being like, you know what, I'm going to do this because fuck what other people say. <laughs> no, yeah, I've, I like I said, I feel that I've done that a lot in my lifetime of just you know, even with music, like when I first was like, I kind of want to do Halloween music, but uh, you know, I've done you know, this positive hippie music for a minute now. So does it make sense for that artist to go from doing like, we should all get along and, and, and love each other songs to go in from, uh, I'm cutting off these kids heads when they come on my porch and ring my doorbell, um, and decorating them as pumpkins. Right. 
I'm saying it's like I enjoy both, you know what I mean? Because I am both in real time, in real life. I like some horror shit. I like that spooky shit. But at the same time, like, I ain't going to try to go out and hurt a real person, you know, like right, at all. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just about, you know, anybody. What I've seen on my time is, like, anybody that was, like, hating on somebody or, like, I don't know why they'd go out and do that. It's usually because they wish they had the courage to go out and do that and seeing somebody else do does that, you know, strike something within them that that's their way of getting that out is towards the person doing it. So that's why, you know, doing hip hop my whole life has been there. Everybody that has ever met me, they're like, ah, I wouldn't have never thought you did hip hop music. It's like, yeah, I know me either. Yeah. But I do. <laughs> I um, you know, speaking to like the, the movies and kind of this whole conversation about like, kids and and all that stuff um the the kid that i i babysit now you know he's three years old and and we were watching a movie the other day and there was a moment when we were watching we were watching space jam 2 and there's this moment that i'm just like i'm watching him watch this movie and i'm like that right there is the feeling that i had watching movies growing up that's still how i feel to this day and that is the feeling that i want to be able to give to children to adults you know to other people and uh it was the scene you know spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen space jam 2 but there's a scene yeah right (laughs) um but near the end of the the movie there's a a scene where it it seems like bugs bunny is gonna die and uh not die like a vicious death that's very brutal way to put it but for um, children (laughs) deleted if you will um and uh so I like he's sitting over on the couch and I kind of I lean over and I look at him and he just looks so goddamn sad like he's so into it he's three years old he's so into it and as as Bugs is like Lola's holding Bugs in his arms and like finally like he fades away and he's just so sad I go but are you are you sad he's like mm-hmm I'm like is it because of Bugs Bunny he's like mm-hmm and then at the end of the movie when bugs does come back like he was fucking elated he was just so excited to see bugs bunny back and just like that kind of like you know thing that just grabs you and then like same with watching this like 101 scariest horror movie moments you got all the people that are on the show like given the commentary on these moments who like you know similar to you shep when you talk about child's play when you were a kid like how it affected you as a child and it's like you know they're all talking about these things like from like yeah i was a kid when i saw like such and such and it just like you know changed my whole life man like you know it scared the shit yeah, out of me really well, now i am who i am because of it. i'm scared of mannequins like to this day and i know it's like so stupid but i can't look at like dolls that look like human oh god the idea of it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> i don't like it I, like going to old navy with the faces ah! <laughs> this is so scary. I, I feel that i feel but that it is, it, like it literally like changes like or it like adds to your person i mean that's granted traumatizing but in the terms of like that that might be a moment that you're the child that you uh, babysit for what remember for the rest of his life. Like that's the moment he's like, looks back like 20 years from now. Like I remember the first time I saw this, you know? Yeah. Oh no, for real. I I'll never forget uh, watching a nightmare on Elm street with my sister. And we were both in a rocking, like a, a, like a recliner rocking chair kind of thing. And there is a part um, where Freddy Krueger jumps out from behind the bushes. He's like, ah, and me and her both jump back at the same time. So the entire thing tipped over backwards. 
And, you know, it's again, that's just a memory I'll never forget. And yeah, like like Chase is saying, if that's something that I could ever deliver to somebody, I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and I think that's like the big difference. Like, I, I'm kind of, I don't like, I just remembered like my favorite my favorite memory of like movies was <laughs> Halloween town would always come out on Disney channel on my birthday. So it was like October 4th, Halloween town is like, cause it's like the first one's always like hocus pocus. And then they have like the basic ones. And then they'd always went to Halloween town, like the week of my birthday. Cause it was so early in October. And I just, I feel like even now when I watch Halloween town, I got to show my, my sister, my sister's daughter, my niece, she's never seen Halloween town except for the time she came over to my house. And I was like, you've never seen Halloween town. She goes, no, she sat there and watched it the whole time. And she was like singing, like when they were doing like the little lantern thing, mm -hmm. like, like the jack-o'-lantern light. And it just like, it brings a different type of joy as an adult. Cause it's like, right. this is a memory I have on my own that I get to share with you as an adult, but we now have this thing together and mm -hmm. we can equally enjoy it together. And, you know, at one point, if she chooses like, you know, this movie's kind of whatever, I will still have that memory of the first time we got to enjoy it together. For sure. That's something that's embedded in me. And yeah. I think that's like such a, like that just kind of transitions back to like, do things that make you happy, regardless of your age, because, that's you i mean we only get this life once granted if reincarnation is real so that's different yeah. but you only get this specific life once you only get these choices once make the most of it so i there's think a, like, yeah i think that's great i, I was like, gonna say there's there's a lot of stuff in, in buddhism that talks about taking care of your inner child you know and not neglecting that that inner child and i definitely think it's important like what you're saying about having those memories like you know i we went to walmart the other day to, to get some uh, books, like little activity books for the kid I babysit. And while we were there, I scored big finding these books that I read as a kid. And they, you know, we got it for like maybe 15 bucks, all these books um, that now I get to share this with my kid. And I'm so stoked, you know, like I was so happy. Like when I found a set of little critters, you know, like I fucking love those books. Like I re vividly remember having like a little computer game that was a little critter computer game and uh, stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm hype as hell to finally, and you know, memories of my mother reading me, you know, love you forever. And now I have this book that I'm going to be able to, to read to my kid. And it's just like, I'm saying for five bucks, I was like, bada boom, like, no, what a memory, you know, what a steal, mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's exactly it. Like, I think that's just so, that's such a cherishable moment. For like that you'll have with your kid forever, you know. No, I did the same when my son was was born. I had a bunch of Berenstein Bear books that I had when I was a kid, and we still had saved, so I could uh, show him, and I could show him in there when he was old enough, and be like, "Look, you know, there's <laughs> Uncle Matt's handwriting in there, and mine, and and we're all there <laughs> as kids with our really weird, you know, the little stick figure drawings you draw as a kid that look all yeah. fucking weird." <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, those are great, very great memories to be able to share. Like I said, I was trying to think of a book that I, my, my mom always read to me. I felt like when I was a kid that I, I like, but I can't remember the, the kid's name, but it was, you know, something in the no good, very bad, horrible day. Or Al something Alexander. Like yeah, there you go. Alexander. And the, I like that one. 
terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. I do, oh my god, that's like a memory I like completely. I was like, wait, what? Memory <laughs> unlocked. Like, <laughs> or like Amelia Bedelia, that was my lit where mm -hmm. she'd like take everything too literally, and I'm like, actually, same because fair point. <laughs> like, it makes sense <laughs> yeah. to me now as an adult. <laughs> like, it's been something I've been thinking. I know I'm jumping the gun a little bit because there's like books that I knew that I grew up with that I'm wanting to start like collecting for when my kid is old enough for these books. Because uh, as I learned from babysitting a three-year-old, three-year-olds are not into uh, certain types of books. Um, but like, you know, I like I like Roald Dahl, like Matilda and James and the Giant Peach, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like all that shit. Yeah, three-year-olds, they don't give a fuck um, about that shit. But like the Magic Treehouse books, uh, you know, looking forward to reading those to my kid. And uh, Goosebumps, oh, man. Perfect. Goosebumps is very solid. Whatever you do, I was going to say, whatever you do, do not get, for a kid, do not get the Wizard of Oz sequel book, okay? <laughs> Return, Return to Oz. It was terrifying. Oh, it was terrifying. Like no, no. They came out with this movie when I was a child um, that I think it was like supposed to be a sequel to the book. Um, and it was like Return to Oz or something yeah. weird. And, and like I remember like seeing the book. I think my grandmother had it or something. She had like the book is as terrifying as the movie is. Oh yeah, everybody. I'm like, this is not <laughs> Wizard of Oz. And then they were like, yes, it is. And I'm like, no, it look at the scarecrow's a pumpkin head. I mean, now as an adult, I think I think scarecrow's kind of dope. But right. I remember being a kid just being like, no, dude, that's not that is not the Wizard of Oz. Uh so do not get those ones at all. I would say. Oh yeah, that movie is fucked up. Well, even their <laughs> filming of the movie is definitely cursed. So you all heard about that too, right? Of Return to Oz or Wizard no, of Oz? The Wizard of Oz. Oh no, I've never heard about this. You've never heard about that? I, Talk I, about I, one of the most terrifying issues of like people were dying on set. Oh, never, never Somebody knew that. Somebody killed themselves on set. It was like in the video shot of the guy literally like dangling while they're like walking down the yellow. Oh my god! Okay, you it's guys... in the movie. They kept it in the movie. Yes. Well, like I don't think that like now we're edits. They don't. But like way back in the day, edits you can see the person. It's on YouTube hung. for sure. Yeah, yeah huh. like there, there's like a whole this. dark history on. Well, that I know. I know. Like I think the <laughs> the Tin Man guy. I think he died or yeah. might have died from the, like the paint they put on him. Like that. Yeah. Like. Uh, they like the first time they the first thick, time like food poisoning yeah. yeah it was like it's there's this whole thing of like how that movie is like super cursed huh, you should go no look idea. into that and do like an analysis yeah, on that and i'm learning all sorts of stuff today i'm i'm actually genuinely shocked you didn't know that because that's like the only fun fact i know about the wizard of oz is how fucking cursed that movie was that yeah it is and it's fucked up and and just like how uh judy garland was treated back then and so yeah. it's real fucked up like really? super sexualizes it was yeah it was bad but anyway this is for the mind we're gonna bring it back to <laughs> mind because you don't want to get that's a whole different story yeah. of mindfulness hey i'm being educated right now i'm still my <laughs> mind's being fed blown right now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think like to like the whole point of like that like sharing those moments and being able to enjoy those as an adult is really kind of like my like my it's in there under my overarching of like 2023 is doing things that genuinely make me happy, not mm -hmm. other people or what other people expect of me to be happy. Because I remember like a lot of 2022, I just felt like I was either supposed to get over my grief. I was supposed to just like 
oh, accept it and move on. I was supposed to be, you know, not angry and not upset. And I'm, I'm in this process now of like learning that it's okay to still be angry. I, I'm still allowed to be angry at my sister for what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, <clears throat> I feel like a lot of 2022 is being like, no, I can't remember her in that type of light. And like, I was just talking to my therapist about it, that it's okay to remember her in that light, but also be upset for the situation because that's a part of who, who makes, what makes up me and my emotion. Just because someone's dead or someone's passed away doesn't mean that you can't harbor negative emotions towards that person, but it's how you kind of want to engage with those emotions yourself. That's kind of up to you. And I think that's kind of like another thing of my year in, in, and overarching is just being more honest with myself and not feeling like I have to hide or be worrisome of specific parts of me and just letting that shine through rather than kind of like shoving it away because I'm afraid of what other people are going to think about me. Definitely. Yeah. Me. I, I know it, it was a few years back that I kind of took on that mindset that you're talking about now. And I'm, you know, I'm still, doing it it's still a struggle yeah of sorts because it's like you know it is hard when uh it's it's very easy to get stuck in the like the mindset of like what other people want for you you know and 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 getting stuck between that and knowing what's best for you yes you know and what makes you happy and knowing that like hey i love you i hear what you're saying but i gotta do me I got to do my thing and that's that's how this is going to work best for me because uh, the more i put that into practice over the past few years i mean the more you know i've, I've kind of reaped the rewards of that you know uh like you know here we are still doing this show fucking for our third year now and it's like if you had told me that in december of 2020 that this silly little thing would just keep keep on trucking and keep on getting bigger you know, I'd be like, really, you know, this, this is the one, huh? Like, you know, but, uh, it's exciting. And, you know, like, because of that, like, like you were saying earlier, like, sometimes it's like, I know people watch our stuff and might think like, oh, you know, oh, they're having fun. Like they still, there's plenty of people in my life that keep dismissing it. I feel like as just like this fun little hobby that we have. But it's like, we're out here. We're doing this. Like, you know, this is what we, like we're doing. And then they're like, well, maybe one day you'll make a real movie. You know, I'm just like, well, God damn it. We'll never be able to do that if you don't take this seriously, you know? And so, like, I feel like with every project we do, we always come at it just trying to one-up ourselves every single time. And so, like, you know, we got two things coming up in April that, like, I know we're both pretty stoked about. And, you know, in, in my mind... You know, I'm, I'm seeing it as a, as just another level up from what we've done previously. And I hope that once all is said and done, it does turn out that way. Um, should be frozen. It sure looks like it. It does look like he's frozen, but I mean, that's kind of, it does. Oh, 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 he's still frozen. Okay. (laughs) You're just a voice of frozen. But like, yeah, and I think that's part of growth because it's like if you have this quote unquote hobby, whatever, your hobby can turn into so much more if you just continue to get, do it and get better at it. And I think like, like it goes back to what people think of you. It's like, oh, you know, you should be doing this or you're, you don't spend so much time doing that. It's not going to benefit you. 
the the but, big one for me is people saying like it's it's a financial thing. Yeah. They're like, well, you're not making any money off of that, so why why are you even trying? You know, it's like, well, this is this is the buildup. This is how we eventually get paid for this shit. You and know? also, it's not their problem to worry about right. because your financial situation does not affect them directly. And if it does, that's a conversation for another day. But at the mm. end of the day, you know your life. You know what you want to do. You know what you want, need, and want to can accomplish. And it's just all this other white noise behind you that can prevent you from continuing doing what you want to do. And I think that's the whole part of like learning how to ignore that white noise and listen to the one in you. That's not oh, anxiety. <laughs> that's not anxiety of what other people right. So I think, you know what? Keep fucking doing what you're doing because there these bitches are going to come to you in like 10, five years when you guys are fucking multi-legit people in the streets recognize you kind of shit then they're gonna be like wow chase can i be in a movie and be like no you fucking said no so you said right. this is just a it house rocks. <laughs> you well no, it's, you know it's a self it's a self part of you it's a part of you and people diminishing that they can go fuck themselves <laughs> that's all i gotta say well, life, life can always go whatever way it goes you know somebody yeah. could watch our easter sunday and be like damn this is cool i'd love to give these guys some money and see what they can do you know someone could listen to a song of mine an album from 10 years ago and they could be like damn this guy's got some skills like what oh shit he's got 10 more years you know what i'm saying like stranger and things like did you hear like that running up the hill song was not popular in like when it came out and then what 40 years later they put it yeah. in like a fancy show and now it's like making way more money than it ever made you know yeah, it's, it's the sure. same thing well you know and especially these days with where we're at with technology and it's even just you know who's to say like right now my music's not big in america you know it, that's a fact you know it's big in mexico and it's big in mm -hmm. finland you know that's where it's popping off and it's like if this was 1993 i wouldn't be shit you know i probably couldn't even get my own, my buddies like come on dude just play the cd and they'd be like nah, nah. but now they there's so many career options like you know they, they did a study or like a conversation or whatever with like a bunch of kids like a couple years ago maybe not even that long ago and they're like what do you all want to be when you grow up and usually like when we were kids it was always like a doctor a fireman a teacher blah 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 now kids are like a tiktok influencer a youtuber a podcaster because and then people are like oh you'll never make money from that Fuck, look at all these people on the internet that are multi-millionaires just from recording themselves playing video games like the world is changing. Didn't and this study come up a couple of weeks ago? Didn't Randy talk about this when he was? I I, I brought. I think you brought I brought it up. Oh, okay, I was like, yeah, I've heard about because, it like, because you, yeah. But the study, the the point of that study was to show the where like TikTok is from in China. Their kids still want to be astronauts, physicists, yeah. and all this kind of stuff, and it's showing that the media that's being driven right into the veins of our youth are showing them that, like you know. It, it's almost like when I was a kid, you know, you got to think back in, in 1995 or I can't even tell you, I, I made my first rap song when I was nine years old, 10 years old, somewhere around there. Um, Master P ghetto dope just came out. So it had it been like 97, 98, 99. Uh, you got to think like in, in America at the time, if you're looking at hip hop artists, there was probably, and I'll be generous. There was probably like 5,000 active hip hop artists in our country at that moment going around tour and doing their things trying to make a name for themselves um probably a lot more than that but that's just you know that's whatever 
But mm-hmm. now, then by the time, so I'm like, damn, I want to be in music. I want to, I want to do that. That that looks baller. MTV was being fed into me when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. That should look cool. Uh, by the time I got of an age to make that a career, that market went from probably about five thousand um, active hip hop artists to probably about fifty thousand active hip hop artists within within the country. And at that point, you're like, there's too many of us that. Mm-hmm. Only the ones with with a next level t- sort of skill are the ones that a record label people are going to be looking at the poll. Everybody else is going to be doing work, 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 work. And I feel like this generation we got coming up right now, they're going to have that same problem where they want to be influencers. They want to be mm-hmm. this. They want to be that. By the time they're going to be 18 and that's what they're dead set on being, that market is going to be so oversaturated that, you know, the companies are going to be looking at what's the next way to market to this next mm-hmm. batch of youth. Well, and kind of another side of that is like, you know, as I've learned with like filmmaking, you know, everybody wants to be a musician. Everybody wants to be an actor. Everybody wants to make movies, you know, everybody wants to be an influencer, you know. Um, But the, the reality of all of those careers is the amount of work that actually goes into those. Even being a social media influencer, the ones that are the most successful are working their asses off like even though it, you know. and, and they have to make it look like they're not working their asses off at the same time you know and uh like the people who are like oh i'm gonna be a social media influencer like and and a musician and everything it's like it comes in waves of like people hit those ceilings of like oh this is what's expected of me fuck that you know oh this is what fuck that you know and they slowly start jumping off so no matter how oversaturated a market is, you know, it's, and it's also like, yes, it's the people who are very talented, you know, who, who do have that next level quality, but also the people who are willing to put in that work and keep going and never give up, you know, well, like well, and, and we're some ignoring, people are just like, fuck it. We're ignoring the number one big fact. And that is having the connection with somebody that's already made it. Um, that helps a fuck ton. so if you don't have that yes it is work 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 i i broke this shit down to my son a few years back because he uh he was getting laughed at by my nephews because he said like oh i want to be a professional nfl player when i grow up like that's what i want to do and i broke that shit down to him and i was like listen dude i was like you're like 13 14 right now i'm like i'll I'll shoot it to you straight like if you wanted to do that probably about three years ago we should have probably been sending you to one of the top um football camps in the country over the summers you should have probably been on like an eating you know you're you're gonna need to start getting on an eating diet like a diet regimen a workout you're gonna need to work out like five days a week you know spring break oh your friend's going out nope you're gonna go to a football camp you know and it's like that if that's where you want to go i'm like from here because we're small ass town i was like you can get there you can literally get there I'm like, but you're going to have to put in so much work to get there. Like, you got to really want to do that. And he's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, basically, yeah. like, yeah, you and it's like a lot. Like, I could go with like 20 years of music knowledge with a kid and and, and teach him how to start gaining a, a big enough influence in doing that. But it's like, listen, you know, your friends are going to be going out getting drunk and stoned. You're not like, you can't be doing that. You know, like you got to be putting in some fucking work at that point. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to do that. And on the flip side, like, I think people tend to forget that when you do make it, or if you're like a viral sensation on TikTok or whatever, there's a whole expectation you have now of 
whether you, even if you just posted a funny video that you expected 10 people to see and 10 million people see it and you become an instant viral success, that can dawn on your mental state as well, because this was just something fun that you wanted to do. And now people are expecting you to push out more content. And you're like, yo, bro, I just posted a funny video of my brother falling. Like I didn't expect this to go anywhere. And that's why I feel like a lot of people like, it's great that children want to do this, but I think there's also an under, like an understanding that needs to be put in that a lot of times content creators can have, have a lot of mental, mental, mental burnout or overwhelmness. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you face this as well, but in terms of, especially when you have like so, so many people expecting you to do this all the time and you're maybe 20, 21, 22, or even like younger, depending on that's the range that typically people go viral or whatever the hell. Um, that can really dawn on you because that's there's a point like you're like i don't want to do this anymore if you get to a point where like this isn't fun for me this is work that i never anticipated on having that's a whole other discussion with yourself and other people of like i didn't it just fell on me i didn't expect this to be my yeah. whole life well, especially I, if it goes in a yeah. negative in a negative way yeah. too and if you have haters and you can't handle that kind of like commentary mm -hmm. or like that people will attack you on the internet the internet's also a cool fun and exciting and great place to share content but on the flip side it's also a negative and scary place that can really fuck with your mental health yeah. and i think we need if you're if you want to go those both ways you gotta you gotta have those conversations yeah. for both because with fame comes a lot more than oh, yeah happiness you know? well it's a lot worse these days because of the internet for sure yeah. like but even back in the day like when people would become actors or musicians or anything you still had the critics you know it could still fuck with your head like you know um you know the internet wasn't as big as it was like when harry potter came out and stuff but like you know i've read recently how a few of those kids were like yo i'm too big for my britches now like i don't like this like i don't like how popular i've become i can't walk down the street like and it was just a lot for him and hermione uh, granger know. or yeah. like emma 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 watson watson i was like i always get oh i have to remember which yeah. one it is she uh, i read it on like the h thing she wanted to quit like mm -hmm. so early because she didn't expect it to be such a detriment on her life she just yeah. wanted to be normal but she was never allowed to be normal and i think like that part of it gets into a whole different play too of like doing what makes you happy and not because of what people expect of you. Cause I think, right. you know, like Jenna marbles, like YouTube sensation, Jenna marbles, she quit YouTube because she was like, enough is enough for me. Yeah. I've done this for this many years. It was fantastic. And I'm so thankful for what you did, but now it's time for me to live for me. And, you know, I think that's the part where it's like, when does it stop being a hobby or an interest or mm -hmm. something you're passionate about? And it turns into something you're not. Yeah. I literally just watched the movie menu and that was also kind of the premise of that, but I'm not going to give it away. Cause I know. Yeah, don't, don't talk to me about that. Movie. But it, it's literally uh. <laughs> so good. Cause it really reset my mind of like, mm -hmm. when does something that you've loved for so many years and something just turn into something that you are yeah. just like, disgusted by or whatever we've we've had like those those little tastes of that like we're not at a level where we have people like demanding shit of us you know like make more of this but we've found ourselves falling into that mindset before of like this is what people expect from us don't know who these people are but they expect these it from people. us and then like we we fall into this thing of like this is what we need to keep doing and then we fucking become miserable trying to force things rather than just having a good time and, and letting things flow like we usually do, you know? Right. But yeah, so you got to have that balance of like, you got to make sure you're still having fun. Uh, because otherwise, what's the point? 
because if you can't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to be truthful and honest to your content or to your interests or whatever it may be. Because I know we're speaking in terms of like content. Like I know for my own self, I want to get back onto the YouTube game because 2022 was really hard for me. And let alone trying to do something that I was passionate about, like crafting, I lost it for such a long time. And now I'm kind of, I found a groove in it, but it's like, allowing yourself that time. And I know my subscribers are still like talking to me like, are you going to post another video? I'm like, eventually, like, let me get there because they don't know your life outside of what you post or they don't know your life life outside of what you allow them to see. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think like, that's another part of like, especially the internet being the internet. It's like, you can be anybody you want on the internet, but you, you only get to live you and your everyday life for yourself. What a great transition, y'all. <laughs> That's yeah. why I don't, I like, I like keeping things private myself, like a few things, because yeah, it's like, you know, people don't need to know everything about you, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's and like, you, don't you know, share everything about you. There's no yeah. expectation, but people say that like, oh, I, I want to get to know you. And it's like, I'll, t- I'll let you know what I want you to know. Right. Not because yeah. you have, you, you want to know. So like, if someone asks you a question, it's okay to be like, I don't want to answer that. And then people be like, why? What's wrong? You don't trust me. And you're like, no, I just don't want to tell. I don't want to share that part of you about a part of me with you. That's why I love people like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, who's like, you know, he, he is amazing to me just because like he does shit like Borat and Bruno and all this stuff. And he's out in the public, like just doing this crazy shit. But you know next to nothing about this guy's personal life, like you know, and and I think that's so impressive that he's somebody who is so much in the public eye that he is still so private, and the fact that he can maintain that privacy is just very impressive to me. Same with Dolly Parton. Like Dolly Parton's been married for like forty-five years. No one knows what her husband looks like. <laughs> like I didn't even know that she didn't interview. She's like my husband. He's very supportive of me. But we're like, we've never seen a picture of him. And she's like, because he doesn't want to be in the public eye. And I respect that. And I'm like, wow. Or Mindy Kaling with like her kids or her Mm -hmm. kids' fathers. Like, I think there's such an expectation of what people put on you. But at the end of the day, you do what makes sense to you. Not because there's a pressure on you. And I think with famous people, especially, there's a bigger pressure on it. But sometimes oversharing can cause a lot more problems than it needs to. Thanks. So protect yourself as you need. <laughs> That's my call. I know I always have a call to action. Protect yourself as you want to, not because other people want. As uh, the, the great as the great Wu Tang said, protect your neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all signs, okay? No, it, that is big facts. Like I always like to see. Uh, you know, the people that get into the spotlight that like they had a plan uh, for the get go, you know, especially like sometimes, you know, most of the time I see it within musicians, you know, they release a, a, a few really good solid albums, do some tours. And it's like they've, they've had their fun. They've made the money that they've wanted to make. Hey, we're going to go live our lives now. You know, like we're done with that. Like that's that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and I think that's baller, you know, I think it's nice to see. For sure. And to loop back to kind of the beginning talking about you Shep with your your conundrum of do I go 10 more years or not uh 
correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, isn't it just recently that you really started to kind of like uh, start making your own like beats and yeah, stuff, yeah. like producing a lot? So I feel like you're in a whole new stage, you know, like yeah, you've yeah, only yeah. just begun. Like, and well, and that's, personally, that's, I've that's... heard some of your older stuff that I dig, but like, I feel like you're in a, a, a good place still to be making. Hits. No, I mean that's that's what the 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 thoughts are, you know, on my end with me is like uh you know, do I keep making hip hop? What if I wanted to make something different? You know, like, you know, we've tossed the, I was like nobody wants a Johnny Cash country album and everybody was like I'd listen to that shit. You know, <laughs> it's like what if, you know, cuz I always used to joke about that. That used to be like my joke as I told everybody when I hit 30, I was just going to swap it up and do like folk music. I was like, nobody went from hip hop to folk. Like with the banjo. That's not true. Uh, Kid Cudi tried. There's no hip hop. (laughs) No, there's, there's been, there's been a few. I actually listen to an artist now that he like goes between both in his music. And I think that's pretty baller. So yeah, I mean, there's that. And I think on one of the last shows we did, I was, or at some point I I was talking to you about Chase is I was like, oh, I could just start throwing, you know, some of these instrumentals up on my YouTube page and shit and see about that. So there's always, there's always that avenue too of going, you know, not as hard in making crafting, you know, actual full songs. I'll probably still do Halloween shit because I like that, you know, and whatnot. But, uh, is is looking into producing for other people being like hey you know i got some beats and stuff you know i still talk to black mage all the time shout outs black mage so it's it's like you know i can hit him with you know here's some 15 beats man like let me let me hear a new black mage album <laughs> you know like, yeah, right oh, yeah. that's it um so yeah oh, there's many avenues there's and many you avenues. always get and you always i feel like you always get better the more you do something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, people always want to say practice makes perfect. Practice makes improvement. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a whole different mindset because you don't have to be perfect at your craft. You just have to keep wanting to get better. And yeah. so, and, and you know, progress isn't linear. It goes like this. And it's okay that it goes like that because you learn something when you're down here that could get you up here when last time you were here. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, I, I vibe with that big time. And, you know, and it's just keeping things fresh, you know, it's, I don't want to go put out something that I, I'm not satisfied with myself, you know, up until right. this point, I go li- listen to any fucking album that I put out. And whereas other people might listen and be like, man, this is stupid. I don't get it. And it's like, no, listen, this song right here, though, like this song will blow your fucking mind. Like if you were there that night, you saw how we recorded this one like this. And, you know, there's, there's a lot to all, all of it. So I love it all. And I never wanted to get to a point where I was like, man, this shit's fucking corny or something. You know what I right, mean? Right, yeah. And even so, if it is, like, I feel like we also are our biggest critics. Like, we're our own biggest critics. Because we could think something looks like shit or sounds like shit. And, like, two people later, I'm like, holy shit, that's amazing. You're like, no, you're just saying the, that. Like, no, they, like, love it. You know, The we're, gender we're, reveal video, man. That's my latest thing that I was <laughs> just, like, so hard on myself. I was like, this is such a piece of shit. Like when I was throwing it together, I because I'd never used a green screen. Like I had no idea how this was going to turn out, and like I was pulling the clips off YouTube for the Oscars and stuff. I'm like, ah, I just don't know how this is all going to shake out. And I thought it was fine when it was done, but then everybody like who's seen it is like, holy shit! Like that was amazing. I'm it like, was. I'll, I'll be one of those advocates. The, I was laughing. I was smiling. I was cheesing the whole. The time. The joke I keep making though is that like a lot of people are like, oh, this is like so creative. This is, this is like one of the most creative things I've ever seen. And 
I keep telling Bell, I'm like, clearly they've never clicked on our YouTube channel ever. <laughs> if, they, <laughs> if they think this is so creative, they have never watched anything we've ever done no. prior to this. I mean, I, I feel that, but no, like. I, me, reveal. I think it was very creative. Yeah. I, I do too. <laughs> most, most of them that I see, I just think are like. The well, like in, in my head, I'm always just like, why are you spending all this money on this huge thing like this when you're you're about to have a kid, man? Like, it's like I, I would never want to do that myself. Oh, facts, so, yeah. so like yeah. seeing seeing you guys get very creative with it, with, with the, what the, you have, yeah, too. with the shit you already yeah, have. I didn't and think about it that way, but yeah is like that to me was like this is baller like this has already put you guys above all the rest of the ones that i've seen like that was you you know what i mean like that video was you too and i think like that adds to it too because sometimes especially with gender reveals or things with babies it feels so impersonal but that like is personal you know and it's like that's why i think it was even it was probably even more well received because you weren't being something or trying to do something that's not to yeah. you and, and for me i oh go ahead i said i was gonna add and that'll be something that to me would be really cool to to share with your kid later on in life yeah. when he's much older and you're gonna be like oh here's how we did this you know right. it's not you guys just taking a fucking tube and it's <laughs> <laughs> a boy yeah <laughs> or some shit, you know what i'm saying yeah. be, New Palmer shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. the joys of being a, a creative you know um and who knows? Maybe one of these days, uh, if I'm ever at the actual Oscars, I'll be like, "You could re- look, re- Charlie. We made it." That's right. Um, but uh, and I mean, through that whole process, I got to walk away. With, I mean, kicking off 2023 uh, with a level up of you know, we, Shep and I, we've had this green screen for fucking like two years now, I think, and uh, have done nothing with it. <laughs> um, and I think it's just like there's been this level of fear of like I don't know how to use this goddamn thing. So we just never touch it. Yeah, and you like, gotta why? get over it, right? And just honestly, like, yeah. it was so easy. It was so easy. I'm like, oh, well, fuck it. Let's make Sin City three. Let's do it. Like, let's go. You know, <laughs> fucking. It's like now that now that I know how to do this thing. Lovely, Chase, that you did that because I think that's part of what like just because I know we have, it's almost an hour and just to kind of wrap from the beginning of like I think it's so. It's so lovely that you say that because people are so scared to try new things because they're either worried that it's not going to look right or they're they're too old to do something or, you know, their body doesn't work the way that they did. I'm not going to say exactly what I do, but I started aerial fitness and that was a big thing for me. And I always kept telling myself, oh, I don't have upper body strength. I could never do that. I am too fucking old. My body doesn't move like the way that these people that do this sport do. And you know what I told myself in December, I said, I'm only judging myself. And if, unless I try this and I always think you should try something twice. Cause you can surprise the first time you're always like surprised by something. The second time you have that expectation of what's to come and you, you feel better. And, and now I'm obsessed with this aerial fitness and I record myself now. And I've just progressed from like the early on in December from when I started it to now you can only get better but you have to jump over that hurdle that i think stops so many people from doing it because oh, yeah. you get in your head about something you're like i can't do this i'm too old i'm not going to be good enough you always compare yourself to other people and i think 
that needs to stop and you only sit for yourself. And now that you've done that green screen, now look at all the possibilities of like, oh, yeah. oh I've done Good this. Song. And now you will only get better as you keep doing it. So I think that's fantastic because that that's, that's definitely the energy we're taking 2023 with. <laughs> is, no, so it's, it's just, it's the same. It's like doing, being a musician, playing live on a stage. It's the same. You're going to, you know, anxiety ridden all day and then the second you get on stage and you're done with that first song and you realize either people are are fucking with it or not paying attention or are talking to other people nobody's sitting there laughing at you or nothing it's just like all that just is whooshed away and and you're you're good to go as long as you practice and know your shit and as long <laughs> as you are enjoying it because even no. if people don't fucking like it fuck them enjoy it for yourself you well, may not have a performance but do it as a you. movie maker as a writer you know like i have the benefit of having such an eclectic taste in in music and movies and, and books you know whatever that like i'm used to watching really off the wall weird shit that people are like what in the hell are you watching what the hell are you listening to that I know that no matter what I make, even if I if people tell me that there's not an audience for it, that's bullshit because there is an audience for it. And, you know, at the end of the day, like as long as we enjoy what we're making, that's, you know, that's what matters. Like most of the time, some of the best artists like, you know, Quentin Tarantino recently is like somebody asked him, do you watch your own movies? He goes, oh, hell yeah. Of course I watch my own movies. He's like, why? He's like, because I love them. <laughs> He's like, I love my movies. It's like, I make them for me. Like, you know, I love my movies. Like, even if nobody else, you know, dug my my movies, like, I love them. Um, and to kind of go off of what you were saying too, Priyanka, about like the fear of trying something new is um, that fear of, of change. Of mm -hmm. like, you know, like what Shep was saying earlier about like, just like going from hip hop to Halloween or hippie hop to Halloween, you know, just like, that worry of like, you know, what are other people are going to think if I change the vibe? Like if I start doing something that I wasn't doing before, like, you know, and I've seen that throughout life in general, right? Where like, you know, somebody hits a point in their life where they just need to change up their life, you know, creative stuff aside, they just need to change up who they are, what they're doing. And they're so afraid of coming across as like fake or something to other people of like being like, well, that's not how you used to be. So why are you acting like this now? Well, man, because I needed to, because I needed to start being somebody different. And um, yeah, people I don't get feel very anymore, or yeah. I don't enjoy this anymore. It's people a, get afraid of that change. For me personally, I still enjoyed. I still enjoyed the hippie hop. But yes, no, <laughs> right, was, right, right. Yes. It was. It was one of those. Yeah, it's anxiety. Yeah, and you do fear the change. It's intimidating. But yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, you get looking back in retrospect is always better. And when you look back and it's like, damn son, like my Halloween music has been doing better than the hippie hop shit was. So it's like, maybe I yeah. should have just kept up with the, the horror core uh, genre since, you know, cause that's where I started back when I was, you know, in 2000 and fucking three. But you would have never known that had you not given the leap of doing it, you know? Yeah. 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 So that fear of change, that fear of uh, trying new things, like, yeah, just overcoming those things and just, listening to yourself and what yeah, you yourself want for need. doing that because i think it's easy to like do something and also forget to and like be grateful for yourself like it's okay to be grateful to yourself for doing this because that's a mind game you have to play with yourself and then once you get over it being grateful that you did that for yourself can also take you only further you know what i mean
No, for sure. Time to think yourself. <laughs> well, and it's a fact uh, because you know that like that whole switch up for me personally was something I did for myself. So if nobody enjoyed Halloween music, I didn't care. I wanted to make some Halloween music, and you know sometimes that's the right move to make. And people are wanting that kind of content or whatever it be. You know, if you want to start a podcast, you never know. You know, somebody out there might be like, "Hell, I needed this shit." You know, we've had our people over the three years come in here being like, "Damn, this is what's up." Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. yeah, be true to self. If you're true to yourself. You can't go wrong. Nope. Love it. Nope. Twenty twenty three year of growth. You're Your being true to yourself and doing things with intention for you. Do you twenty twenty three? Hell yeah. Wait, I don't know which way I'm going. <laughs> I hit it with the oh, see, no, we're never gonna get this. That's that's something I've I've determined. We've been doing this for three years. We still don't know which way the screen goes. Yeah, I have no like, idea which way to record this way, but it flips on YouTube, and I'm like, <laughs> that's not what my face looks like. And then I look like that weird inverted AI filter on TikTok. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, people that are. Yeah, okay. yeah, we all know. <laughs> we all we all tried it and been like. Ugh. <laughs> But I feel bad for those people that paid $8 because TikTok gets on there for free. So It's like, this is how people see me? <laughs> this is how everyone sees me? Is this what I look like? Um, yeah. This is what I look like, damn. Uh, live your life for you. And I wish you all the best on your New Year's goals, resolutions, days, whatever you want to call them. That's what I'm going to send it. That's what I'm going to close mine away with. <laughs> Thank you both for having me as always. Thank you all for watching. Thanks for being back yeah. once again. Anytime, uh, y'all. Yes. That'll do it. We'll hit, a, hit them with that outro. Peace. Smooches and juices. <laughs> <laughs>